Hey there, I'm Natalie. And I'm Cass. And we're a couple of geeky gals who love history. And each other. Aw, but we didn't always love the history we learned in class. You know, it often seemed to me that I lugged that big book back and forth from school in my Jansport, and it didn't even have the most interesting parts. Oh, uh, I didn't carry my books to and from school because I had a note that said I needed a copy for home and school because of my scoliosis. Yeah, that tracks. Anyway, that big edited school-approved text was fine, but it was too limited. And neat. And convenient. And you can't hear our air quotes through your speakers, but you can hear our voices and share in our bits as we present Shared History. A podcast that explores the people and stories that your history books may have glossed over. Whitewashed. Man-washed? Or left out completely. We are not historians. We're just two dumb-dumb friends and comedians. But by the power vested in us by Google, Wikipedia, and our library cards and arcade audio, we're creating a shared history. Coming July 2nd, subscribe now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SharedPod. Share you later. So all this stuff he painted during his reconnaissance? Yes. Yeah. Most of it watercolor, but you know, you see some acrylics in there too. He told me this in passing. He was he just walking past me. He's like, "I keep these put away." And he brings them back out. Kind of so he'll he'll make something or paint it and then put it away for years and then bring it out later like it's a new piece of his. You know, that's kind of cool to like uh cuz right away it would be conceited, but like it's kind of like a walk down memory lane if you do it that way. Yeah. Literally, because the hallway he has it is very long. Yeah. Very yeah, long you could hallway. you could go through at least yeah. a couple years with a hallway that long. Yeah. I mean, you know, and as far as I understand it, paintings age like, you know, fine spirits, whether it be whiskey or otherwise. Uh, so the longer you keep a painting in storage, the more valuable, the more meaningful it becomes. Yeah. The you longer know? you don't use it, the more valuable it is. Exactly. Because if that were the case, you could just put paintings up everywhere. And then people would look at them and say, hmm, I don't know, really know how I feel about that. It's kind of like a, a too much volume can overstimulate you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you select the pieces that you release each year, you can put more of your focus into one piece rather than th- having people think you're scatterbrained or that your heart's not in it. Yeah. Or those cameras that take pictures right away and then you always have them. You see it right away and always it's, it's not as valuable. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I have so many disposable cameras around your neck right now. You're better remnant because I, you know, flying around, I'm taking pictures of the beach, and I'm yeah. always at the beach all the time taking pictures. So whenever we get back to Riverside Falls, I'm going to take them down to you know, you know, you know, Timbo, <laughs> Timbo's red light, Timbo Slice. He's working down there at uh, <laughs> working down there at the photo mat, and I'm like, I'm going to be like, guess what, Timbo, and bust him down in a big old duffel bag and he'd be like I told you stop bringing duffel bags around here I'm like no Timbo it's, and then I'll open it up to reveal a bunch of disposable cameras yeah. you I famously if, ran drugs with Timbo yes I did this is a thing I did back in the 80s I was a youth uh, dark past we've, oh, we've established minister. that what's that? I you say you were a youth minister yes well I was posing as a youth minister <laughs> yes 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 and I was using because you know but, but they were like he's the youngest looking youth minister I've ever seen because yeah. remember I was 14 years old yeah and that's how you got caught. Yeah. And eventually hired onto the force. Yes. I was, uh, it was kind of a 21 Jump Street type thing. Yes. In which I was a, uh, kind of a, uh, a bad boy. A, I was a bad boy snitch. I wore leather jackets often. I, re- I remember you. I remember a young Jim Hicks 
walking up to us and saying, look, I'm ready. I can do it. And I said, who is, who is this kid? Who is this dapper young lad who's been running drugs illegally? I said, you know, you ought to be in jail. At least in my head, I said that. Irish, what, what's your, what was your first, uh, first feeling about each of us? About each of you guys? Oh, yeah. wow. Well, I could start first with... First impression, sorry. First impression. Well, I could start with Jim. Uh, I knew you were troubled, but that it wasn't your fault because you were so young. You're a product of your upbringing. So I thought I saw potential in you, and our first meeting was rather pleasant, so you seemed like a nice young man. <laughs> Rachel, the first day I met you, you were my boss. So you were the hotshot coming out from, from out of town, it seemed like, in any yeah. case. And I thought, you know, who the heck is this guy? But... Slowly, your soft and gentle demeanor broke down my stone-cold wall of emotion. Mm-hmm. And Horace... Get up real close to me real quick. I want to get really close to your face. I'm sorry. I want to get nose-to-nose, uh, like a skull and bones initiation, like we're trapped in some kind of, uh, you know what I mean? A right here. A jerk-off coffin. Mm-hmm. Right here. Come again? A jerk coffin? Tell me going? what you think of me. What do I think of Horace Pepperweather? I think that Horace Pepperweather is without a doubt one of the finest officers I've ever met and one of the most confident and giving people that I think I shall ever meet in my lifetime. Having said that... Put that copy down. Put that copy down that you're reading. (laughs) Are you reading an ad? Horace Pepperweather was a young man born in... Yeah, I can't keep this going on. Horace, I thought you were a straight-up pain in the nads when I first met you. And I still think you are, but gosh darn it, I love you. And I love your family. And I always will. I can smell that you had... (laughs) That you had asparagus for lunch. It's one of the most high-protein vegetables on the market. It's fibrous. Come again? It's fibrous. Jim, while they're talking about this, what's a your coffin? Oh, it's a coffin that you lay into with another person, I think, in the uh, skull and crossbones initiation, and you jerk off. Okay. So I, just, I, I took wasn't... I took jerk off coffin and did a portmanteau and called it a jerk coffin. Okay. I just they're they're over on the other side of the room talking real close. I yeah. Just, I wanted to know. So. You know, if you ever want to talk about anything, Horace, you're more than welcome to come over and. Discuss anything, but it has to be outside since you're not lit inside the house. Correct. Are you supposed to jerk off in that coffin? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Well, that's why I didn't get into the society. Oh my god, they kicked me out. I know it's so close. I'd made it right to the end, right when I got down to the coffin. Right to the edge. I didn't know. I thought we you were, were edging. To give out a secret about ourselves that we haven't told anybody else. I knew that guy was making some strange noises on the other <laughs> side of me. I didn't know he was jerking off. And then I got out, and they said, "Hey, you're out of here, buddy." I said, why? I said, I just, I just told you my deepest, darkest secret about my childhood. About the time when I... <laughs> I can't you don't have to say it. I was about to get right into it. Yeah, this is no jerk coffin. That's for sure. Oh, man. I wish I appreciate that sentiment that you gave us all. You know, most people's first impression of me at that age was uh, Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys. That's what they all said I looked like, and it was very, very, very disheartening to hear that. Because I, you know, have no vampire details that I can think of. I mean, I kind of have a weird odor about me, but that's mainly because of my all-beef diet that I'm currently doing. Well, that'll make anybody stink. 
Hello, my name is Detective Irish O'Leary. Fun in the Sun is my brand, and I'm spreading it here in PCB with my three best friends, Jim, Rachel, and Horace. And you know, what a time. What a time to be here. Now, you've been leaned on that, leaning on that car the entire time we've been <laughs> recording this. Oh, yeah. Got to lean now. It's my style, especially since hanging around Matt. Can't get enough of it. If Just- you're admitting it now. <laughs> Just makes the words come out smoother. And you've also been drinking a lot of lean. Oh, yeah. Well, that has, uh, you know, my interests span a wide range of fields. So uh, give me a little bit of that codeine pep, pep, and Sprite, and I'm um, on my way to the beach. You call it pep in your step because you're like, I got to get a little pep up my step. And then you're gone for like an hour. That's right. I love a good codeine jog. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing quite like it. Reinvigorates you. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm uh, Corporal James Jim Hicks. Uh, Corporal now, aviation style. Guess right, I'm a pilot. Yeah. Uh, wearing Hawaiian shirts. Uh, I'm, I'm not smuggling drugs. Uh, wearing aviator sunglasses. I look cool. And I fly airplanes. That's my what I do now. I'm never good at introducing myself because I hate talking no, about you're myself. Good. I saw you changed your plane decal. And now it's Jim Boyne. And you have a mountain, like for Boyne Mountain. What is that now? Did you say Jim Boeing? Like Boeing, the the, the airplane company? Yeah. yeah, I'm an airline Not pilot a now. very popular time to be using the Boeing brand, <laughs> no. Jim. I'm getting them cheap, okay? I'm getting these planes parts cheap. Okay, I'm building them cheap. Oh, my gosh. I think you may, that may be a security risk. Hey, y'all, it's me, uh, Deputy Horace Dwayne Pepperweather, uh... Part of security detail and new puka shell salesman on the, on the beach. <laughs> on the beach, uh, I got a little stand that I made, I constructed for myself, and I've been collecting puka shells, stringing them into necklaces, and selling them on the beach. Also, I may or may not be losing my son to Matthew McConaughey. Hey, it's uh, Rachel Smith. <laughs> It's Rachel Smith in the building, former deputy and sheriff. Oh, my gosh. My best friend in the world. Current current fence duty. Current fence duty. Fence has never been cleaner. Um, and you started stringing up uh, a helmet electrical <laughs> wire on top, on top of the fence? Yeah. Uh, the, his, the, fence, the fences he ha- has in place are not up to code. I saw you watching Jurassic Park with a notepad. Yeah. Did you see the fences in there? <laughs> Those very are top fences. Very, very big fences. Very yes. big fences. That, and McConaughey's got like five foot fences. No, this is Matthew McConaughey. He's got he's got people coming in here. Yeah, he needs electrical fences. He needs steel rods. And you've also been watching the movie Fences every night. <laughs> yeah, to get to like a study. Like what I call Denzel every ten minutes. I'm like, you got to get down here and fences. You got his phone number it. now through McConaughey. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, any I, I can go to McConaughey and get anyone's number now. I'm his fence guy. It's crazy how Denzel shows up every time we need him to. I mean, I caught on fire the other day, and I said, Denzel. Denzel came down from a helicopter. Yeah, Denzel said, hey, is that a man on fire? And then he got out of there. And then I said, wait a minute, I was on fire a couple of years ago. Is this deja vu? He said, hey, that's my other movie. I said, you're the greatest in the world. Hey, you said, you're, I'm not Muhammad Ali. Wait, he wasn't in that one. That was Shit. Little Smith. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Man, and he was training a new employee that day, so he didn't have to come down. But yeah. that's just the kind of guy that Denzel is. Yeah, yeah he's just gotten that employee wet on PCP. 
I'm PS- PCB. In PCB. Of course, he made it. He made it right with that person because he is the equalizer, as we all yeah, know. So he that's made everything right. the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and if he didn't take the Pelham one, two, three to get down that day, who who would have known what might have happened? You know, he's he's in town actually. He's teaching uh, Greek mythology uh, down at the college. Oh, yeah. And they're getting into the um, you know the parents of the gods, and he like he's giving out tests, and none of the kids will remember. Who who they are, and so he'll as they leave, he'll scream at him. Hey, no, wait, 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 wait! What are you talking about right now? <laughs> he'll scream. Hey, hey, hey! Remember the Titans. <laughs> well, he got I'm out. Of, he got out of here because the hurricane was coming. So <laughs> he's like, I'm I'm catching a flight, and I'm gonna get the hell out of here. And he was he's bu- booked it back to Hollywood. Yeah, so. and then he got in a situation. Uh... <laughs> well, he almost ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing he booked it back to Eli. And then he said, "He said, man, why have I been outside? I gotta get inside, man." That Denzel, he's unstoppable. Unstoppable, oh, boy. which could be out in theaters in twenty twenty. Who knows? <sighs> so what's uh, what's everybody been up to this past week? I've been working on those fences, so no, we know that. I haven't. I honestly, what? Yeah, I don't know what you guys have been doing. How's oh. the library, Irish? Oh, the library is the same. You know, uh, the ladders are creaky. The floors are creaky. I hear voices, um, whisperings, really. And I keep asking Matt if the library's haunted. And he assures me it's not. But uh, Is this the library down at the miniature golf course that he has in his backyard? Yeah, that's correct. That ha- the, <clears throat> the miniature golf course library. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is haunted. Because it's a big haunted house and it has a Dracula outside. It does have a Dracula outside. You know, that's just an old Halloween decoration that Matt leaves up. You know, he's superstitious. Or, no, no, the word's not superstitious. It's, uh, for lack of a better term, lazy. You know, the kind of no, people that... No, I think that- he had it. He was super- superstitious. So he leaves up his Dracula uh, uh, decoration outside because you know it's bad luck to take down Dracula after Halloween. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like well, right after Labor Day. You got to keep your Dracula up after Halloween. I, yeah. back, in my, back in Riverside Falls, when I had a house... Dracula's up all over the place. That might have led what led to my divorce. Now that I think about it, well, the, the more you know. So my work's been going pretty good. Um, as I mentioned before, I have a new business venture, my Puka Shell station that I've set up. Uh, I took a couple pieces of uh, driftwood and built a stand, uh, and then I carved Pookie shells into it, five cents each. Uh, and people come up, uh, and it's crazy. I mean, honestly, a lot of a lot of puka shell fans, puka shell necklace fans, coming out of the woodwork. You know? I mean, I've met some crazy celebrities in the last week trying to buy my puka shell necklaces. We got Lance Bass, we got Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? That's his grandfather. What? Johnny Tsunami is the grandfather of of Lance Bass. Yes. That. Does not make sense time wise, but what? That's crazy. The Johnny Tsunami of the movie Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami is not the kid who snowboards, it's his grandfather. Oh, that's right. You're right. Okay, that does make sense. Oh my gosh. That is unbelievable. Maybe that's how Lance Bass got his start in in NSYNC. Oh my gosh. Well, that's my favorite Disney movie, Johnny Tsunami. I mean, I was floored when I saw him walk up to my booth. Uh, My Pookie Show booth. and he bought, I mean, he bought me out that day. He bought all my puka shells, and I had to get back on the beach and try to find some more. Now, how long does it take you to get a shell? It takes me roughly six hours to get one shell. 
and I string about 250 shells on one necklace. Oh man, that's a lot. That's, you're 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 a uh, that's that's too low of a price. Fifteen hundred hours. I haven't done the math on it, um, but it's a passion project. I'm on. I don't think about it. It's just fun. You and you're know, selling them for five. Cents I get out a there. I mean, I get out there in the rocks, kind of like shallow water, really jagged rocks. And I just, I can let my feet get cut up. But, I mean, it's, you know, and then it's salt water, so it really burns fast. I love it. I love it. So well, I, no, there's there's no mathemati- mathematical equation that, uh, you know, can calculate passion or, or encase passion. So no matter how many hours it is, if this is what you want to do, cuts or not, you know, I support it. Just, do, hey, real, do not do not spread yourself too thin. I can't. Real, real can't talk, see. yeah. I think there's a lot of overhead in this, though, because you're selling them. Are the necklaces themselves five cents or the shells five cents each? Um, no, they, that's just what they're worth. I have marked them up significantly. How much are you selling them for? I'm selling them for $350 a, a puka shell. Oh, wow. Okay. A shell, and there's 150 per necklace. 250. 250. Okay, so 250 times 350. Okay. That's... Hey, this is PCP, baby. I mean, PCB. <laughs> I mean, this is PCB. Are you selling PCP? Are you Animals selling PCP? You, you know have what? to tell us on air if I'm you're selling not, PCP. I am not selling PC. B. Horace? Horace, that reminds me of that shipment that you wanted me to fly um, in from South America. Talk a, bit, talk a little lower. Hey, uh, sidebar, sidebar. sidebar. Uh, that little uh, that shipment that I'm flying in for you, the, the PCB, big wink. Yeah. Um, that shipment's going to be kind of late because uh, I just got put on a new banner detail, and I'm flying two banners at once. Okay. One's for Henderson's dick cream, okay. and the one's for... The other one's just for love of my life, Cooper's Light. Sure. Okay. Hey, I got when just when you get the sh- when the shipment comes in, mm-hmm. go ahead and put a banner up on the back of your plane <laughs> that says, "Horace, I got the PCB. <laughs> it's time to get wet. Time to get wet. PCB, I'm not P." PCB for might, Panama City Beach. This might be a Irish, po- Irish while they're talking about that. This might be a two pointer. I know she had two uh, huge sunburns and rings around your nipples. <laughs> I just want to know uh, what happened and where can I go to get that? The darndest thing, I fell asleep with two Oreos on me. <laughs> and I thought, I'll just put them there to eat them later. And then I, son of a gun, I forgot about them. Irish. It's not an interesting you. story. Okay. You're welcome. Answer received. Irish. Irish. Yeah. Sidebar. Sa- sidebar. Second sidebar. Irish. I was just talking about PCB, um, but I I just heard. And is that why I saw you swatting a bunch of seals away from your nipples when they were trying to eat something off of your body? It looked like. Is that what? Is that why you were fighting birds? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I've seen you fight birds before. I just didn't know if that was going on. Again. Wait, did you just say seals or, or to be seagulls? I've seen him fight birds. <laughs> I've seen him fight seals as well. I mean, let's not talk about SeaWorld. We put that behind us. We oh, put that oh, behind oh, us. Oh, that movie Blackfish was originally about <laughs> Irish going around just beating the shit out of killer whales. For those of you listening in, there's a number of great, great Irish, series Irish, on we're Netflix. Still sidebar, we're still oh, sidebar. sorry. Uh, <laughs> Listeners can't hear sidebars. That's what we do them. Oh. Okay, sidebar over. Sidebar. sidebar over. Open bar. Open bar. Open bar now. You know which movie I can't stand? That's Blackfish. <laughs> Nobody should watch that movie. Big wink. 
Guys, while you were having that sidebar, I was sitting by these rocks and I found a I found a pack of starfish. Crazy. Live starfish? Yeah. Amazing. Live, looking straight up. I got them? a pack of them, a whole pack. I got us each one. Could you put those on a necklace? Wait, they're alive. You know what it You mean a pack of starfish? I only like the strawberry and the red ones. Is that what you're talking about? I think there's I think Starburst? <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm talking about starfish, the red cherry ones, and the pink ones, and sometimes I like the orange ones. That reminds me, speaking of starfish, uh, Horace, were you trying to burn a Limp Biscuit CD in Matthew McConaughey's computer? Um, guilty as charged. I, I, uh, and I don't even want to talk about the. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the chocolate hot dog water, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mainly want to talk about the virus you put because you used LimeWire to download this album. I did, I did. I uh, I called the guys up at LimeWire. I told them to fire it back up. <laughs> I need to da- I need to download your software. Um, we need to get. I need to. I got a craving. I got a craving for hot dog flavored water and the infinite sadness. Wait a minute. <laughs> and Billy the- Corgan was there. Billy Corgan was there too. Uh, anyways. He's probably talking about wrestling. Yeah. How are the guys at LimeWire? They seem uh, they seem like they wouldn't be too down to earth because they're on top of the world. Well, they you know? pivot they pivoted towards Mountain Dew because they were selling that Mountain Dew Live Wire for a while. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a that's name right. change for legal purposes. That's LimeWire right. LimeWire is registered, I guess. But was a fine line between soda and music. You know, often too they're brought together. Oftentimes they're brought together, but they're not the same thing. But yeah, you somehow got uh, that malware. I think it was called Gator. Which, speaking of Gator, uh, Gator Day 2019. Gator Day 2019, 2019. By the shirts. We're selling them at Horace's Beach Stand next week. I hope to do that. Also, we should put up some black light posters and maybe some boogie boards. Absolutely. We should definitely do that. Enunciating Gator Day 2019.com. But yeah, you got that virus on his computer, and McConaughey, he went off. He did, he did. I mean, as you all know from last episode, um, uh, I never actually have lived in the house yet. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, well, ten minutes. I was there for about ten minutes. Yeah, we got here. Uh, Matt, um, I, you know, is uh, best friends with my wife, Carol uh, Fietti, and Pepperweather. And, um, and so I was very excited when I got here. I just bought a $15 fruit smoothie. <laughs> Um, and I immediately, I got into the guest bedroom and I, I had, I just had just watched Home Alone on the plane. So I tried to do that scene from Home Alone when he's jumping on the bed, spilled a smoothie everywhere, all over the bed. Matt kicked me outside. Uh, and so I wasn't in a good shape with him, uh, to start. Uh, but after the virus, I mean, he actually, he told me that I need to go sleep in the water. Yeah, you got pushed off. You got pushed off the sand. I'm pushed off the beach. I'm further from the house. So you're, far. A, you're sleeping in an inflatable canoe. I'm sleeping in a canoe, uh, in, in the water. He, I'm, I put, a, I throw a homemade anchor down. Uh, he doesn't want me on the beach <laughs> when I'm sleeping. So. Now what? Now what is a homemade anchor comprised of? For those who uh, don't know how to make one. Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, homemade anchor. You know, I uh, collected. Um, basically I've been drinking a lot of soda 
and well, that's the only thing you drink. We're drinking a lot of soda cans, and um, you know, I recycle the can, but I take, I break off the lid, I break off the the pop top, mm-hmm. and I've just fashioned uh, thousands be- of pop tops into an anchor. Speaking of pop tops, if you're wearing a flip flop, you better not blow that flip flop. By stepping on that pop top. Oh my god! And honestly, if you just went to the uh, barber and you got a crop top, <laughs> and you wearing flip flops with a crop top, and you step on a flip top top, yep, you're very being tip top shape. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, yeah. So Matt hates me right now, and um, hopefully I'm going to turn it around because he is best friends with my wife, and I like to make that relationship stable. Yeah. So. I hope we can do that by the end of the season. Now, this like for this episode, we only have time to do talk about one case that we've done in securing McConaughey's stuff. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Securing we- his beachfront property. Yeah. I mean, we are on beachfront uh, security detail. And, I mean, the raid that happened yeah. was insane. Yeah. Uh, two nights ago. Two nights ago, there was a, a full-on raid. Um... It, looked like, it seemed like a, a unit, like a SWAT unit, trying to infiltrate. Luckily, I had those fences up. Yeah. Uh, that gave us a little more time to mobilize. But there a, it seemed like there was a full SWAT unit trying to get over those fences. Luckily, we were early alerted so we could get out there. I uh, had our batons out. Um, man. And they said, we, we, they said, we are here to raid. We are here to raid. Uh, and we said, we don't, we don't have a bug problem here. And we don't have it. We are. We have already raided everything. We sprayed raid everywhere. And they started blasting like techno music at us. I was like, "What is this? Like psychological warfare or something like that?" Yes. And they said, "This is a raid party. This is a raid party. Stay hydrated. This is a raid party. Uh, if you're epileptic and uh, the strobe's about to come on, um, so you be be careful." And that was good. That was good for me because, as we all know, I am epileptic. Yeah. Which is, that's mainly why you shouldn't shine a laser at a pilot while he's flying, because it might be me and I might crash the plane. You know, how sad would that be? What, if I crash the plane? Oh, yeah. Be pretty sad for me. Yeah. What would you guys say at my funeral if I crashed the plane? I'm hauling three banners. One of them's for Coors, one of them for Henderson Dick Cream, the other one's a message to Horace. We don't have to talk about that message. No, I'm just saying, it's a message to you. It's like, I love you, Horace. Thank what you. would I say at... Corporal Jim's Jimmy Hicks's funeral. Well, you know, that's not something that I like to think about. But as an officer of the law, you know, you do have to think about these things sometimes. And, you know, I know you and these guys know you. And He's to, see, no, <laughs> to see you really stretching this out, cut down. At such a young age, it seems like he had a script full of potential. Ran out of script, and now he's would make me just so distraught. He's looking around the room at objects. I would probably <laughs> come to tears if I uh, had to put. Uh, maybe if it were to dawn on me that uh, looking at the sink. If it were to dawn on me, or is he still trying to get that smoothie out of the mattress? Is that why this dawns in here? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is so similar. I bet he's going to look at a light bulb or some shit next. <laughs> yeah. You know, 35 watts ago, I really That's thought... That's even a measurement of time. <laughs> I really thought that I was going to have a hard time in this job. But then I came up to, you know, I came up to the lieutenant at the time. I said, Panasonic, 
I've had enough. Uh, he's looking at the TV. And I really, really want to get some youth in this department. And that's when you were brought in. You looked at the baby in the corner. Which, that, that baby, that's McConaughey's baby. It looks a yeah. lot like Chip. Yeah. Wow. Look at that baby. Hmm. I haven't noticed. Are we supposed to be watching him? Wait. Yeah, I think we were all sending an email that said we were on baby duty. Which I laugh because I was like, baby duty. Ah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's hilarious. It also yeah. sounds like a setup for a movie. So I don't want to say anything if there are microphones around. But Fortnite. we might be the stars of the next Matthew McConaughey movie. You are famously speaking into a microphone right now. <laughs> Tell me about four deputies and a baby. The, it's a script I've been working on. And pitch it to Matthew McConaughey every night. And he always goes, nah, man, I ain't about that life. I think your hooks are starting to sink in. I'm going to keep pitching it. Oh, Matthew's out there with Chip again. Oh, they're riding that water buffalo. What? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the water buffalo that I just bought him? Yeah, he's, he's riding it with Matt. What? They're coming down that little ravine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Carol Carol's riding up behind him. She's riding a, a donkey sauce donkey. Oh, my God. What? They're doing this all without me. They are having a good time. Yeah, they're they're holding that sign behind them that says, we're having a good time. Oh, no, it looks like Matt's about to crack a joke. No, he just cracked a joke. <laughs> no, they're all oh, laughing. They're, oh, it looks so funny. Oh, my God, Chip's wiping tears away. He's laughing so hard. Oh, my God, I've never met my son cry laugh. I made him cry. No, I made him laugh. I made him laugh cry. Oh, Carol's taking off uh, that fire shirt. Oh my gosh, she only does that when she's comfortable. <laughs> she's wearing a fire bikini? <laughs> oh my gosh. Best best not to read into it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Oh man, water's going to be lonely tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's end the podcast and we can go. Okay. We can go uh, make you a little sand bed out there in the water. That'll wash away, but... <laughs> I appreciate it. Kind of fitting. It's like a metaphor that, you know, all things dissipate after a while. But not the box office success of Denzel Washington. That is correct. That's how that saying goes, right? Yes. Okay. This has been Riverside Law. (laughs) Over and out. out. Carol! Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.